Please welcome back to the podcast, comedian, journalist, and podcaster, Jamie Loftus. Jamie. Hello. How has the last year been treating you? It's been, it's been 12 long months since we spoke last. Yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> been eventful it's been very eventful yeah there's been um i feel like yeah we, we were just catching up before we started recording and it, the last time we spoke it did feel like i was about to do a lot of things right which was frustrating from my perspective it was, was ultimately like... bad content my life was bad content for you and i can't apologize yeah. enough yes that's but... why i appreciate you coming back a year later to fill us in because yeah that was like until something finally yeah, happens the... yeah thank you so last year yeah i've been busy busy for you it has yeah yeah the last time we spoke it was like i mean i think pandemic wise it was just like weird timing because it was like we talked i think we spoke mid delta wave maybe sounds about right something yeah. like that where it was like i was just about to see my family for the first time i was just about to hmm. start a new project that wasn't taking place exclusively inside my house and you know kind of things that we were all sort of almost allowed to do and so i, I did a lot of that in the last year i did get to see my family shortly after we talked Last time I got to meet my niece, who I now, she actually like knows my name now, which is very exciting. Nice. Yeah, she's two, which is so wild. But yeah, yeah so, so um, I, I got to see my family. I spent quite a bit of time home last summer and I've just been kind of working a lot. Yeah, I, I remember that both times we've spoken before, I was in the middle of working on an investigative podcast. Right. And I did do another one of those in the last year so that I, I did that but but now it's like it involves travel again it involves meeting a, a person <laughs> and doing a thing yeah. and not just reading a book at home which I loved doing but it was like the second I could introduce a second location uh, right. I did so it feels like it's been a an eventful year which is weird because it like I don't know it, the pace of life right now is very confusing and sometimes I feel like I'm not doing anything and then I think about where we were at two years ago and I'm like oh no I, actually things are things are very eventful yeah. yeah you've done quite a bit so you had your road trip how was your mm -hmm. hot dog based road trip it was wild it was a lot it was a lot it yeah. was uh yeah it was like six weeks on and off on the road around the country learning about hot dog businesses production people in general mm -hmm. and then the process of writing that book took up until like two weeks ago so i've just kind of been in the hot dog trenches this whole this whole year and i'm just Ugh. sort of starting to emerge from it and then the book okay. comes out next year and then so i'll be re-submerged Okay. Uh, number one, I hate the phrase "hot dog trenches." That's. Uh, I feel nothing. That is unpleasant. I don't. I don't <laughs> think I care for that. Uh -huh. Number two, yeah, we weren't when you we were talking before. It was kind of we didn't know you couldn't tell us what the hot dog project was. So now it is a book. It is That's a book. very exciting. Yeah. Uh, what's the book called? The book is called "Raw Dog: The Many Histories of Hot Dogs" by Jamie Loftus. Um, excellent excellent um yeah is I'm it like is it like jamie loftus phd philosopher of hot dogs <laughs> you say that as a joke <laughs> but i did take a two-day course called hot dog university and right. i have a i have a certificate and everything i am an okay. alum uh i'm not a i'm not a professor of hot dogs there's only one of those and he is self-proclaimed right. but i am a graduate of hot dog university class of 2021 very mm -hmm. very happy with that educational distinction feel good about it nice. bring it up in job interviews etc <laughs> so you'll see there on my resume that i am a graduate of hot dog university under <laughs> higher education you're going to notice something that's uh really going to set me apart from the pack here <laughs> i know you're seeing a lot of harvard graduates a lot of yale students but uh 
Can I just point out Hot Dog University here? Any, <laughs> I do have a PhD, you could say. Excellent. So uh, Raw Dog, that's great. Are you doing some of the art? Are you doing the art for the for the book as well? Uh, I'm doing uh, all the inside art. My I, my mm-hmm. friend uh, Faye Orlov is doing the cover, and nice. I'm doing all the uh, chapter art. Where hopefully, I mean, you know, maybe by the time the book comes out, this will be different. But I think what it'll be is that at the beginning of each chapter, there'll be like an illustration of that region's hot dog make that I've done. Oh, okay. Yeah. Classic. Very classy. <laughs> so the book, so you've turned in the manuscript and everything, yes? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's done. And so when does the book actually come out? Uh, it does not come out until May of next year because publishing is the opposite of what I'm used to. I'm used to very like, I just finished recording a podcast and, and today it's out. But yeah. this, yeah, no, it's, it's going to be, I don't know. It's been an interesting, like it genuinely has been really interesting learning how that works because it's like mm-hmm. so many of the mechanics like the research process is the same as I would do for a podcast but so much of it is different it's a very it's a it's a slower moving art form so yeah Mm. it'll come out next year so I have plenty of time I feel like I have just enough time to forget everything I've been thinking about constantly for a year so that I will sound absolutely ill-informed and will get my ass roasted when the book comes out because it will sound like I don't know what I'm talking about right now I do I could really do a press tour for that book right now next year yeah. might just be just hot dogs are yummy yeah, like, I, I i liked them and i think that actually it's kind of when you think about it it's america is that making right. sense and then people will boo 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 um <laughs> but you know. why did they come to my reading just to boo me um <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i'm sure you're right you just you just re- the great thing is that it's all in book form now so if you need it's a true. refresher i'll just read it I'll just... you just read the book <laughs> yeah like, someone worked really hard on that this lady's a great writer by the way uh, first book yes my first book yeah yeah yes so that's I, so exciting very oh my gosh. very excited about it uh nervous and excited hopefully hopefully everything makes sense i had an amazing editor who was on top of being a great editor was very emotionally supportive when i would occasionally be like this is not this isn't for me i can't do this um (laughs) and then and then she's like well you've already you're contractually obligated to do it (laughs) you already spent the money she was way nicer about it than that yeah i know i wasn't trying to have a caroline calloway situation right i intended to finish the book and i did good excellent and i'm yeah, that's uh, good for you. And <laughs> the the hot dog as metaphor for America. The hot dog is America. Or America is a hot dog. Uh, yeah, you'll have to read the book to find out. I for, already right, forget. Right, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure I make some sort of um, <laughs> wide spanning claim <laughs> to that effect. Were you working on a show also about hot dogs? Were you? Doing, there was mm-hmm. like. I did it last week. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is that something you're still working in progress, and then you're going to tour with, or is it something that's it's it's also? Uh, I haven't really with... decided what I'm going to do with it. It is like done at this point. It's a uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I especially pre-lockdown I did a lot of one person shows that I would tour and this Mm. one I wrote it because I well I mean like starting in the back half of last year it was like becoming safer to perform Mm -hmm. again so I wanted to start working on a show but I also was very much in the like needed to stay focused on hot dogs and needed to stay on track for my deadline (laughs) so I was like okay what if I wrote a show that required I think even more about hot dogs and that's how I'll justify (laughs) doing it so that was why yeah it's a it's a like a one act play about me getting married to and divorced from uh, the hot dog eating champion of the world Joey Chestnut um, mm-hmm. 
So that's, yeah, I've been doing it every couple months. I'm kind of like doing it sparingly because I think when the book comes out, I'll, I'll tour with it a little bit. So, okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Does Joey Chestnut know that you wrote a fan fiction one act play about marrying him? I <laughs> can't say for sure. <laughs> I feel like I, I mean, maybe this is like absolute hubris on my part. I think probably, but mm. it's, I don't think it's anything he has interest in knowing anything else about. And I'm fine right. with that. Joey Chestnut's not so big that he probably doesn't have a good Google News alert for his own name. That's sort of my thing is like, I feel like he is, he's a big deal one week out of the year and then he kind of mm -hmm. navigates the world as a normal person otherwise. So I feel like he, he it's, it's conceivable. I don't know for sure. Mm. I hope he is not mad at me if he is because i don't i don't know him he's a stranger okay yeah well but he's a he's a champion so he is a, he is a champion and we can't take that from him and he is a bit scary and mm. i also can't take that from him mm. yeah yeah well it's that intensity that uh of, of a great athlete i mean there was that clip of him from this last year where he like choked someone on stage like it like whoa yeah oh scary like, like that <laughs> okay yeah i mean and it was like i'm not i mean i'm not overstating the drama of it he really choked someone on stage but it was like a protester who i think surprised him mid hot dog oh, okay. and he he cho i mean but it was like mm. huh maybe maybe a little bit scary people in the bit, audience oh. seem to think usa usa we're gonna live forever right me personally <laughs> thought it was a little scary <laughs> that's the kind of audience you get at a hot dog eating contest i think it's... yeah 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 yeah. like you're it's gonna be it's gonna be a real mixed bag leaning in one political direction i also don't know what joey chestnut's politics are like it's there there are a lot of question marks there's a lot of like it i don't i don't know i don't know we don't need to yeah. get into it i think about joey chestnut way too much you need to get into cracking the nut, the Joey Chestnut autobiography. <laughs> I don't know that he'd ever talk to me, but I, I mean, I hope so. I hope he's got a good sense of humor about himself and that we could chat. Well, that's exciting. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm hope so. Uh, I hope that all goes out. Are you looking forward to doing a book tour? Have you, have you? I mean, you've never done anything like that, right? So yeah, I mean, I'm curious of like what it's gonna be like. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been to, I've read a. A book or two over the years mm. i like going to book events i just sort of i'm like i wonder how like weird you can get in a in a bookstore and like i, I want to add elements that make it like fun for me and more than just like a standard reading but i don't know yeah i'm 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 very i'm like mostly excited just to like have it out i have such i get such intense anxiety when it's like there's there's so much time between now and and then and like I just I just want people to have it. I want it to be I want the release and just have it be like done. Yeah, yeah but it'll be it'll be here before you know it. Yeah. You know. It's true. Right now it's just a big red circle on your calendar. Right now, yeah, it's just like, well, I guess we'll find out if people like it or not nine months from now that's so long that's so long that's, yeah. I, i'm i'm also like really really not patient at all but like that's so long Anyways. yeah it's your own little book baby waiting yeah. for it to come out in nine months yeah i gotta gotta cook it gotta just uh remain stagnant for now that's what i should do to distract myself i should get pregnant today and then mm -hmm. i'll have so many things on my mind i won't even go on the book tour i'll totally forget and um, oh my god yeah no yeah. that will be that's the worst possible idea <laughs> like to have a book and a baby launch at the same time oh man yeah, huge huge month for me may 2023 yeah. <laughs> just launching a baby oh also a book yeah it's soft launching a baby we're gonna see like maybe we'll keep it around maybe we won't we'll see yeah it's it's yeah it's a uh... 
That's a commitment. <laughs> so the book's great. The podcasts at Cast got some amazing press. It seemed like that seemed like there were articles and did were you did you win an award for that or were you nominated for some awards for at Cast? Uh, for Lolita podcast, we won. Was it Lolita? For okay. That. Um, yeah. And then yeah, but no, at Cast, I was really happy with how it went. I mean it. That was a very special show to me, especially after Lolita was like so emotionally taxing that ActCast felt like it kind of was a recentering experience. It was really nice. And then yeah. working on the new show was like talking to psychic mediums in Florida. So it's just like <laughs> yeah. completely different. Right. Just like a very bizarre, cool experience that it seems like people enjoyed. I was like nervous about, I don't know, like whatever, coming out of two shows that were very like based in literature and like stuff that it was like my personal experience was not integral to the show at all and so right the show is a little bit different where there is a lot of historical stuff but also some of it was just like based on my experiences like reporting in florida and so and and also anytime that you're touching on religion it just is a, mm -hmm. a, a bit anxiety inducing but it was my idea and i really wanted to see what was going on there and i had a really good time and people seemed to generally be enjoying the show so i was that was a fun new way to scare myself <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Getting back to the Mayur and Menta vibes where you're immersing yourself yeah. in a whole other culture. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do. I like I like doing stuff like that. And it was nice where it was like this, you know, the outcome was extremely different uh, where uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> wasn't you know quite as hostile a group i would say right yeah and, and that well i'm glad to hear that because the mental one was it's frankly stressful to listen to because yeah <laughs> you're well, worried about your safety the whole time <laughs> and also with like i mean the men yeah it's it's like kind of it feels so i mean i did that assignment i guess like i did the bulk of reporting like about three years ago but it just felt like a really it feels like a long time ago because it's just like, yeah. well, with this new show, I was able to go in with a clear objective and not with uh -huh. any of the like the Mensa stuff was like by accident. So there was just all this kind of morality muck to wade through at the jump. Yeah. And so it was kind of cool to have a, a kind of cleaner slate at the beginning. Yeah. We should say the latest miniseries is called Ghost Church mm -hmm. and it is examination of American spiritualism. Is that yes. kind of the, the elevator explanation of that? Yeah. Okay. And so you were down in Florida, you were embedded in the Ghost Church, which is I, I, I admit I haven't finished I haven't finished the series yet. I apologize. Okay. I, me I meant to do it before fine. we talked to you, but I, yeah, I just haven't had a chance. Yeah, it's about a community but, called Casadega in uh, Central Florida that is one of the two I think, most prominent spiritualist communities in the U.S. Yeah, and and it's a place I had been interested in for a long time. I like grew up with like a bunch of different religions, New Agey stuff being one thing that we kind of like dabbled in when I was a kid, right. and it's just always something I've been curious about because it sort of taps into this very specific moment in history that American spiritualism started alongside. It started in upstate New York alongside, you know, first wave feminists and uh, slavery mm -hmm. abolitionists. And like it started as this very progressive movement and then quickly kind of became a joke. And 
had, you know, it just has this really rich, bizarre history full of, I think, people who were done a disservice and then some full on villains. And uh, it was interesting. to and, and it's, you know, kind of barely survived right. the 150 ish years it's been around. So it was, it was, a, it was a fun topic to, to take on and explore. Great. And getting good feedback on that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people seem to, people seem to like it. You know, it's like I, it's, when I do projects like that, I feel like it's for like kind of a slightly different audience each time. So right. it's like, well, this is, uh, let's see, let's see how, you know, people who are interested in spiritualist stuff, either from a pro or con way, because it's like one of those topics that like people tend to feel pretty strongly about and will engage mm -hmm. with your stuff, like either being ready to hate it or being ready to give it a shot. And like, yeah, I hadn't really tried anything like that. So it was, um, it was an adventure and I, and I got to talk to a lot of cool people from that community and also mm -hmm. like dig in a little to like the cultures that were kind of uh, heavily borrowed from and like at times just full on appropriated to kind of build up spiritualism as well. So it's a lot going on. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So it was a whole, it was a big project. You felt very fulfilled by it. It was, it was mm -hmm. something new and different to, yeah. to explore. Yeah. 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 It's like, okay, I tried a religious adjacent project and I'm glad I did. New kind of stress. Right. So now it's been it's been Mensa, it's been Lolita, it's been Kathy, mm -hmm. it's been American spiritualism. Mm -hmm. What is next for Jamie Loftus? <laughs> I don't is know. There another, are you working on another series or do you have another topic that you're thinking about? No, I just, I just finished Ghost Church about two months ago and then went into the last round of, um, the last round of edits for the hot dog book. So I, um, have yet to kind of catch my breath. It's been kind of a intense niche topic summer. It's been an intense right. niche topic five years. So yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to, I don't know. It's like, it's not the sort of, I, I don't want to rush anything or, you know, release anything that I'm not fully passionate about or don't, I'm not giving myself the right amount of time to fully explore. So right now I am kind of burned out, honestly, <laughs> like between, especially working on like, whatever, like it's a good problem to have. I'm very lucky to have it, but the spiritualism right. stuff and the hot dog stuff, and then just like my regular day job all happening at the same time for like six solid months. I just am like, I need to, to like get my like human energy back before I can find yeah. the energy to be like really honed in on something. So we'll see. I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm trying not to rush anything. No. Yeah. I would just, I was curious if you had an inkling. I wasn't expecting you to be like, yes, we got three I, more series. I mean, <laughs> of course I do have an inkling, but yeah. it's not like, it's not fully formed enough yet to even say it out loud i do right. have something on so when we talk next year maybe i'll, sure, I'll be yeah. like <laughs> i i think i will remember what i'm what i'm thinking of and we'll see if i actually follow through on it i have like a topic i'm really interested in right now but it might just kind of end up being um a way that i spent a couple of weeks once we'll see <laughs> right right all right well that's all right then yeah it's exciting the productions the the miniseries that you do they're they're very uh very well made very well researched very well put together thanks so much i've got yeah it's, i'm lucky to have a great team to work with too oh, that's good so bechtel cast going strong still six years baby six years yeah. six big years mm -hmm. still pulling apart movies and the patriarchy <laughs> uh so, yeah, it's it's nice. Like even I, maybe we talked about this last time, but yeah, it's been fun to kind of watch that. That shows like the most consistent part of my life, and I really love it. And I also, mm -hmm. you know, we, we try to keep things fresh and challenge ourselves. And it's been on long enough now that it's like I don't know. It's just weird, weird to think that there's a public record of yourself that goes back to six years ago. What an eventful right. six years. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting yeah. to have that kind of time capsule. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, but the but the show, I I am a avid listener. I am a Patreon supporter Woo-hoo. of the show. Big fan. So you get my five bucks. I don't even know how much I'm paying you right now. But anyways. I think we only <laughs> said five bucks at a time. It, it would feel wrong to... T- <laughs> We yeah. like covered Saw this month. I'm like, you know, there it's that's the fun zone. <laughs> there was one episode where you covered nothing. <laughs> right. Level. That uh, that was truly I don't know what happened that something happened. I don't know something what magical. it was, but yeah, we just talked about Pinocchio for two hours. A movie yeah. we were not covering that day. Yeah, and then we talked about Saw, which I saw in theaters yesterday, and it was oh incredible. The original, the original. They were showing, they were oh, doing wow. a screening of the 2004 Saw, and I got to see it in mm. theaters with my close friend. And also, there was like a group of teenagers who had never seen it before, and so you got to hear mm. people seeing it for the first time, and it was like the most exciting thing in the world to hear what the new generation thinks is funny, interesting, and perfect about Saw because it's a little different. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's fun. Were they? Were their minds blown by the the twist ending? <laughs> I was honestly <laughs> expecting a bigger pop at the end. There was they were like so upset when Danny Glover finally dies. Not and I say finally because uh-huh. he almost dies so many times. Okay. <laughs> they thought Carrie Elwes's performance was very funny, and they're not wrong mm. about that. He makes a lot of choices. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. And the best part for me watching that movie in theaters was like I did I like wasn't allowed to see it in theaters when it came out and it's fun once you know that that whole movie was shot in a single warehouse and so there's like right. sets that are supposed to be like my beautiful home and it's like that's a warehouse. That's like everyone's <laughs> in a warehouse and everyone's like wow, Carrie Elwes's home has so many cement walls and high ceilings. <laughs> but you're just like it's just all a warehouse. I I yeah, I that I could talk about that movie forever. It's so fun. That's great. Was your favorite part that you could start a standing ovation when the movie was over? It was very exciting. <laughs> I mean, it was like and just like, oh my god, like hearing a bunch of people laugh when Jigsaw comes into the room on the tricycle, like something that I'm so used to experiencing alone, all of a yeah. sudden in a room full of people that are like, "Yes." <laughs> there he is. <laughs> like just it's very special. I love it. I love it very much. <laughs> Excellent. So yeah, so the Vectorcast, you're doing the great work over there. What else? Uh, yeah, what else is going on in your life these days? You're writing still uh, for television, yes? Yeah, I write in animation, so nothing I write airs until 18 months after I write it. So I've, I've, I've been working this year, but like none of it will come out till next year. But I, I wrote on uh, another season of Teenage Euthanasia on Adult Swim, and I love that show so much. And I think we really brought some love of the Saw franchise, perhaps, to that show in the coming season which was fun oh, and then I, it was i really i mean i don't i don't know where it is in production but i'm really excited and then i, I worked on an animated star trek show which was like a cool challenge because i was not extremely well versed in star trek and it was a f- mm. really cool like you know i went in with the intention of like they it's a good mix of people who like know their shit inside and out and then people mm-hmm. who are newer to the franchise and it was just like a very open like collaborative environment i learned so much i am now like a full-on like star trek fan and so that was like excellent a really fun yeah that was like a cool journey now i'm like that- even evangelizing how great star trek is is that lower decks yeah yeah i love lower decks it's really good it's so fun yeah and the, the new the new season just came out and then mm-hmm. um, i was very excited about that yeah are you writing on this season or uh, are you writing on no the no season? so the, I, the season that comes out next summer will be the one that i worked uh, on okay. but this season is 
really, really good. I'm like, yeah, I was like very honored to be a part of it. And I've never worked in a, at a show that has like a lot of canon too, which is like another cool challenge. Like, I mean, it's like a challenge, but also it's just like exciting because you're like, oh, there's so much like weird precedent to do weird stuff in Star Trek that it's just like fun to look for something that you can dig into. Yeah. I'm a big Star Trek fan. It's like, that's my comfort show. Like when Mm -hmm. I'm like are you like uh, a tng or like what's your what's your star trek of choice i am really into deep space nine <gasps> i am cool. such a huge fan of it i keep re-watching it like i'm on my third like full series rewatch in the last few years i really liked <laughs> deep space nine yeah i mean i have not there has not i mean i would need a solid couple of years and yeah uh, perhaps another pandemic lockdown to uh really make my way through the canon but i've yeah. watched decent chunks of, of each show and i like i really really like deep space nine tng i had s- grown up with and so i'd seen a fair amount of mm-hmm. it even though i like i didn't you know have super specific canon knowledge but i knew tng uh was right. new to deep space nine really liked it also really enjoyed voyager which seems like yeah. depending on who you're talking to can be a controversial opinion but i enjoyed voyager so yeah i was watching so i was like watching a lot of next generation because that was the one i grew up with and the one i watched the most mm-hmm. and i kind of reached the end of that and i was like should I start watching Deep Space Nine? I always kind of remember, like I'd seen a few episodes and I was like, I don't really remember liking it that much. And then I watched it and I was like, this is everything television should be. This is the finest show it's that's ever so been made. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Deep Space Nine is like kind of undefeated. Yeah. I get why it's a lot of people's favorite. Yeah. It's such a great combination of standalone-ish episodes and episodic storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's just like every every character is really fun and interesting and you people grow and change and it's just it's really fun and that world is is great and then i was like should i watch voyager so i was like i'm gonna watch voyager mm-hmm. and voyager i like i like a lot there's a lot of in voyager that i really love and i really like and i do think it gets a bit of a bad rap i do too i like but i also like i don't mind especially when it's like a show as like episodic as star trek tends to be like mm-hmm. i i don't mind when a show is really hit or miss like oh yeah and it kind of that's what i like about voyager like when they miss they miss by a gigantic margin and you're right. like what am i even looking at <laughs> yeah and i love that i don't know i like that where you're just like wow what a truly unhinged hour of television that they aired on purpose like wild but but then it's like when they bring that weirdness in a direction that is awesome i feel like it's I haven't seen anything like it. I don't know. See, this is my thing with like the new track, which I do enjoy. And I'm, I haven't seen Strange New World and I'm really excited to see it. I really like it. It's great. Is it good? It yeah. looks everything about it just like because I loved Anson Mount on Discovery. And I was just like, and they yeah. were like, we're making a movie with this. We're making a TV show with this guy. I was like, I am fucking there for that. He's great. He's so good. I want to see the whole thing. I want to see uh, Rema- Rebecca Romaine. Yeah. Uh, Anson Mount. Like the whole thing looks really great. So I'm super excited about that. The thing about the new track is like there's like 10 episodes a season. I was like, I really want them to go back to like 20 episodes a season. Sure. Because I really want the bad episodes. I really want them bad to be Star like. Bad Star Trek episodes are, are like. Amazing! Like they're truly. I'd seen. So yeah, I like. I, I before working there, I'd seen a fair amount of TNG, but that was like about it. Yeah. And uh, like a truly purely incompetent episode of Star Trek is like there's nothing like it. It's so yeah. bizarre, and it's like, oh, uh, I yeah, I really, um, I really I, enjoyed yeah. getting to. I what I would like to do down the line is you know because working on the show it was sort of like well I'm I'm writing about this so I'm gonna watch. Mm-hmm. A lot of episodes about this whatever species location whatever it is but i i really want to like watch a full series in sequence i still haven't gotten to watch a full series in sequence and um, oh, okay 
that is, I think maybe now that I have uh, more time, something that I will do. It's yeah, it's worthwhile. I mean, mm-hmm. especially like like Deep Space Nine is probably the best for that. But um, but yeah, like there's yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I'm always bugging people about these Space Nine. I'm like, you should just on Netflix. Just watch the whole thing. <laughs> and Star Trek fans are, like, pretty cool as well. Like, I, I was, like, yeah. I'm always, like, I feel like fan bases in general have, like, an understandably, and this is, like, not Star Trek, just in at large fan bases, you're like, oh, something, a new, a new fear to have. But yeah. I really, like, I don't know, I, I enjoyed interacting with like not direct but like just interacting with fan stuff in general over the years and like yeah going back and i read i think this is just like for fun but i like when i was like there has to be like 20 year old voyager fan fiction i can find online and boy was there um <laughs> wow just i don't know i love that shit like it's it's really yeah because so, yeah. like voyager was coming out what mid 90s like Into right like as like 2000s yeah yeah like people having their own like geo cities pages and letting live it, journal oh, angel fire yeah. letting it all hang angel out fire, on angel yeah. fire like it yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah that was a fun uh afternoon for me uh, a lot of i bet there's a lot of people have some yeah, filthy like, thoughts about some, some... janeway <laughs> Janeway, Janeway and Tuvok, and yeah. Anyways, oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah, that's a, that's yeah. There's no shame in liking Voyager. There's a lot. There's a lot to love there. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, like Janeway is such a. Yeah. Janeway is the best, and then when she's the worst, she's the worst. It's she's so fucking. Have you seen the Tuvik episode? Oh yes, oh yes. Yeah, yeah. That's that, such a fun... She really like. She was like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. It's time to die. Like um... you're just like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was so uh... well liked. Yeah, he was. Yeah, uh, that episode um, stuck with me. The episode where at the end, what is it? I forget what care is it. Her and Tom are like the. She, there's like an, an a lizard baby at the end. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Oh yes, this is a terrible episode. <laughs> yeah, that was like one that I was like, this is so wildly bad. And I just, I think I watched that off of like an internet list of like most unhinged Star Trek episodes I've seen, and uh, that one. Um, I was yeah. like, oh, Lizard Baby. Yes, I will watch that. And it was um, wild. Yeah, I think a lot of people are just like, this is the most like fucking nuts. But this is the thing I want. I want like uh, writers in a room. They're like, we got 24 episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. We need to, we need scripts. And I just want like, I just want that like just completely bonkers, insane script ideas that they're like, whatever, fucking man, we got we got a syndication contract. We got to fill in. So yeah, like Jerry is obsessed with fucking lizards. Let's just do his lizard episode and then he'll shut the fuck up about it whatever i'm like whatever there there's no story that would shot yeah so yeah the, i i've i really enjoy uh i was felt very lucky to to have worked on yeah. a star trek show and just like have the opportunity to get more connected to that franchise it was fun that's great i'm glad to hear that because i do love that show and um i think it's yeah i think it's one of the best new uh, star trek shows out there so i'm i'm loving it so much well wait till um, you see my episode it's gonna really fuck things up and <laughs> just <laughs> like it's weird it's a weird homage to saw I, yeah uh... <laughs> it's uh, interesting how jigsaw was uh on the three does yeah i wish well that's exciting i that i'm glad uh to hear that that work is going well day job's great night job's great how are the pets how are sonny and flea pets are good pets are hanging in there yeah we're uh 
We're good. My my uh, flea has been really. Uh, we're lucky that he hasn't been. He's been really. Tur- he's been on turbo today. He's been yelling quite a bit. Oh but, yeah. Um, oh. I think he he tired himself out. But yeah, pets are good. Things are good. Okay, that's good. Maravie's Town. Still love Maravie's Town. <laughs> I don't remember a damn thing that happened on that show. I uh, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, Maravie's Town. I forgot we talked about Maravie's, this. I yeah, I was too. just like, well, I guess I do remember feeling strongly about something but what it was and whether i stand by it really hard to know that really was in one ear and out the other i remember i i think i mean i liked it i forget what i was feeling so strongly about yeah haven't haven't revisited it i think just kate winslet i love kate winslet i think you were just you were just like hard into kate winslet and now (laughs) she's gonna be in the new avatar movie so i will have somewhere to uh deposit that energy oh yay Yay. (laughs) (laughs) i'm so unexcited I, i i never actually saw the first avatar movie and none of it ever appealed to me and uh but i'm 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 just i don't know i I don't know is anybody really like excited about the new avatar movie i guess you are i don't i mean i'm i'm excited mostly as a joke but i don't i mean i don't know (laughs) i I... that's why i got this avatar tattoo right (laughs) but like it's across your stomach just says navi life (laughs) exactly but it's i am kidding it's not it's not uh i wouldn't say it's real um yeah no i mean it, it i do feel like if nothing else i feel like james cameron just when you're ready to count him out he does a good job Mm-hmm. And that's fair so i would be like i guess uh, yeah i wouldn't be surprised if it is a huge flop no one cares never heard from again but also right. just because of how weird james cameron's career is i also wouldn't be surprised if people were like well shit it could have been a lot I mean, worse than we like i, I don't yeah. know but also like i i just like i feel like my especially with like big big movies my yardstick is all like not calibrated very well like i i right. would if if you had asked me like do you think that top gun maverick will be like everyone's gonna love it i would not yeah. have guessed that so i guess i just don't know and i probably will go see, i will go see Ava- the new avatar i did not see top gun but they didn't miss me they made a billion trillion dollars yeah. they didn't need me they they yeah they were waiting for you to close the doors to start the movie they're like is, they were, Jamie here? But, <laughs> is she gonna show did we get her uh 15 dollars and they didn't did she see no oh, seat. well, all right, well mm. the seat's there um maybe but, she'll show up but we gotta we have to start because everybody else is here and it's like fine uh, mm. yeah so i did i I, I don't know. I guess we'll we'll discuss it in, in a year when we find out. I mean, that's fair. I mean, you could say like James Cameron, he followed up the biggest movie the world had ever seen with the biggest, the biggest movie, movie the, world the world had ever seen. Had ever like, seen. That's yeah, why I'm just, just like, like you can't really count him out. But some, you know, but I feel like he's never. Yeah, he's never been wrong, particularly. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, in terms of like his, his movies, in terms of his movies before, I'm sure like he's definitely yeah. I hear I hear he's very mean. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. And he lo- I, I what I'm most interested in is his career long vested interest in submerging Kate Winslet in a body of water. Because mm. <laughs> obviously Titanic, but also there's all these behind the scenes footage of the new Avatar movie where she's just in a tank. He's just got her in the tank. Yeah. He's he loves to dunk Maravie's town. And you know, I guess I have no comment. I just think it's interesting. It's do you think he's trying to kill Kate Winslet? Uh, no, but he is trying to do something. But what is it? Like what what is his end game with 
submerging Kate Winslet so often. It doesn't feel like perverse or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but it's been sustained over decades now. And it's like, what Mm -hmm. is, I don't think he's trying to kill her, but maybe he's just trying to scare her. Also, the last time he was dunking her in the water, she got pneumonia. So I think it's it's kind of wild that she's like, yeah, let's see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you think that i think it's an elaborate prank on james cameron's part like he's just mm. every night he goes home and he's just snickering like i got i got her in the the tank again it was great i told her we needed extra takes we did there was no film in that camera there was i just, I, <laughs> I just wanted to see how long she'd stay dunked i yeah. look she's a consummate professional she will stay in the water she is yeah. the ghost of the abyss i don't know yeah. i will i will see avatar too and uh judge me accordingly i guess that's fine i'm sure everybody first movie honestly too. not that good i didn't like it when it came out uh yeah <laughs> yeah i think that's <laughs> i think it's a testament to it's like like forgettableness that like people were like oh they're making another one all right but well, they want to is their theme park really cool yes is it is the story behind how they compose the music for that movie very compelling to me yes Hmm. And does the official Avatar movie account inexplicably follow me on Twitter? Yes. So Hmm. I do feel some unearned loyalty towards the franchise. Okay. So they've bought your loyalty with some theme park rides and a Twitter follow. Yeah. I I bought a t-shirt at the theme park that I really like. So I will be seeing Hmm. the movie. Okay. Good roller coasters at that theme park? Yes. Worth it. Yes. Uh, Worth it. How's your coastering, by the way? My coastering? You were very excited to go on roller coasters last time we spoke. I've really... uh, been enjoying it i got to go to well because i was doing so much reporting in central florida i was making some i was taking some side quests went to the avatar sure, sure. theme park uh went to see the uh kathy comic strip ice cream stand at universal studios florida so went on some roller coasters there had a great time loved the mm. new jurassic park roller coaster in orlando so good and then i went to knott's berry farm for my birthday last week so it like oh, nice I'd never been to Knott's Berry Farm, and they also have some great roller coasters. So I'm my, my coaster game has really improved over the last. I feel like I I got what I needed. I went to Six Flags last summer. That was horrible. Really, but I Which think that's a part of the Six Flags experience. Is it's gonna right. be bad? Um, mm-hmm. it, the Six Flags New England, my my home my home flags. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, it's the one where the guy died, and yet <laughs> <laughs> we continue to show up. That old man from the Six Flags commercials. Um, <laughs> yeah, he sadly passed away. <laughs> he died at that one. Yeah. Excellent. Well, yeah, your coaster game is just going up and up and up and up and up and up and. And it's got to fall at some down. point. It's got to fall never. at some point. No. Well, it sounds like uh, you're killing it, Jamie. So, like, looking back over the last year, was mm-hmm. there anything that really surprised you? Thinking back over, or, like, listening back, what what do you think has been anything that's surprising you? Yeah, I mean, I think just like it's been a really surprising year in a lot of ways where it's like this time last year I just truly there were so many question marks um not just like personally and I like had a family illness that we were dealing with last summer that fortunately oh. has like resolved and oh, good. everyone is healthy it's great but yeah there was just like a, a lot of question marks last summer of like whatever you know what is what is life gonna look like how how are things if things are gonna stabilize what is that gonna be like and feel Mm. like and so yeah everything felt very precarious and uncertain this time last year and I feel very lucky that things have kind of shaken out the way they have and also just like there's been a bunch of like I don't know I feel like in the last year the surprises that have 
happened have not <laughs> been as universally negative as uh, surprises from <laughs> the previous year. So I will sure. take it. Okay. I, I, I feel very lucky mm. to have lived another year and uh, done done some more weird shit. Okay. That's great. Okay. So the surprises have been generally trending in a more positive direction. Yeah. And, not 100%, uh, but... Um, sure, sure, sure. But in terms of what I would discuss in a public forum, yeah, generally, generally positive. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. We're all getting $10,000 of student loan debt canceled. That's big. It's not enough, but it's something. Yeah. It's not enough. I'll take yeah. it because I only have. Uh, well, I've been paying off my student loans for long enough that I only have about ten thousand left. So I was like, "Oh, that's amazing!" That yeah. Well, there's yeah. I mean, we don't have. I was I was like, God, I I, I can't I, I can't think about my my nuanced <laughs> student loan thoughts. Should have canceled <laughs> yeah, it all, I mean, but I'm glad that it's going to be helpful to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it doesn't hurt, but it's like it could you could have done more maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. We we will take the scraps because that's all there is. <laughs> that is what we are conditioned to do. Yeah, because we are not the super rich. We just accept what we can get. <laughs> What's the biggest change you think you've experienced over the last year? Um, that I've experienced over the last... Uh, I, I, I don't know. That's a good question. I think that it's been, I think, just like a maturing year and a year where I was... I sort of had to learn how to... I had to learn some patience. I had to learn some... How to just sort of like sit with myself a little better that was like a personal goal I had over the last year that I guess okay. like trickled into like I, it had a it was a big reason why I chose to do spiritualism and you know like look into mm. certain topics over others that I've been wanting to take a look at and so yeah it's been a, a, a big learning year of like how to how to sit with myself in a healthy uh, way and I'm definitely not there fail at it daily but I um <laughs> Yeah, that's still, a... but I was like, that's a part of it. It's like, as, you know, so that's like, kid. <laughs> yeah. I'm literally like emotionally, spiritually, mentally, Kate Winslet mm -hmm. in a tank full of water where right. it's, you know, does it make sense? No, but she's, she's trying. She's trying. She thinks she's doing something. She thinks she's doing something. And she's, yeah. I mean, it's like maybe being in this tank of water is going to give me pneumonia, but maybe it's going to turn into something incredible like Titanic. Or maybe. And in fact, maybe likely both. And what do you yeah. do with that? <laughs> well, I did get pneumonia from James Cameron again, but mm. he made a billion dollars. So uh, right. I guess he wins twice. Do you think when she walked on set and saw that water tank, she was like, James? <laughs> I'd, like... <laughs> Whole, you tricked me again. <laughs> you should look up the tank picture because it's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, I would recommend. I, I can't recommend the tank picture enough because you're just like, okay. wow, it's so she's really in there. She's really <laughs> they really got her at the bottom. <laughs> oh, God, at the bottom. I do have to the look bottom. at this now. And then she says in an interview, she had to learn how to breathe, like to hold her breath for two minutes, which I cannot even conceive of. What? So that's my metaphor for this year. Kate Winslet in a tank of water in New Zealand. Nope, no, but no. No work, no acting job should involve you having to hold your breath for two minutes. I know, but I feel like Kate Winslet is on some X Games shit. Like she's just simply, she's just different. Wait, she have wings? Holy shit! Yeah, like it's. Wait, is this one? That's one of them. That's yeah. Oh, okay. That's not the one I was thinking of, but like yeah, they're, they it's it's a whole thing. Wow! Look at look at look at James Cameron up on the catwalk, nice and dry, man. Oh well, 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 Mister <laughs> well. in charge, like. Mm. Isn't that awfully convenient? Interesting Anyways. how he never gets uh, all lubed up for his weird little movies. That's um, right. And on that note. <laughs> right. Yeah, anyways. Uh, so, okay, cool. So um, you've been growing emotionally, spiritually. Are you doing like meditative stuff? You say you're learning to sit with yourself. Is it kind of like, are you being more 
like meditative things or mindfulness or is there, is there um yeah I mean, I, that I, or you just yeah i do i do have like kind of daily it's it's i i struggle to like straight up meditate i admire that people can i am not one of those people but i do either. have like no. daily routines and daily processes for me it's like a lot of like walking and like yeah that's sort of my my means of meditation is like my morning walk and my night walk and yeah i mean it's so it it's um it's nice i like it and you know like learning to uh not say yes to everybody about everything all the time that's kind of the other the other work in progress thing i'm trying to do uh well thank you for saying yes to this there <laughs> no, it was not meant to be a pointed comment at all um We're just like i don't know why i said yes to this bullshit but uh here we are <laughs> this is the kind of this is the kind of shit that i get myself into take it personally <laughs> why don't you i, I meant no, more I in the social it. sense okay okay yeah. okay I, that's a social call i don't know no it's not it's just content no i i, I was excited to catch up with you uh yeah. i very much enjoyed our interviews in the yeah. past and you're a fascinating figure um anyways i don't know why i called you a figure that was a weird <laughs> person <laughs> very uh very textbook figure you know 2a anyways so that's great things are progressing writing a lot books coming out mm. look out for the book in may lower decks next summer the teenage just... euthanasia probably next summer as well Gee. don't really know but sometime next year like yeah it'll be it's it's fun this year's been a lot of a lot of work and learning and then everything comes out next year so it'll be fun yeah to well, except, uh back to cast six times a month mm-hmm. if you want if you want to pay for the patreon oh there's content baby there's content there's to so be had in the content. meantime if you if you've seen a movie the Bechtel cast has probably covered it at this point. They are, you guys are getting very completist. <laughs> it's good. You're going to get, you're going to get, you're going to be like, I don't know, a bunch of Lumiere brothers shorts. You're running out of context. Yeah. It's like this train is pulling into a station feels pretty patriarchal. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways. Yeah. Excellent. And then, yeah, I guess, yeah, I was going to say what's next for you. It's kind of all that stuff's coming up. Yeah. Um, any other things you're excited about doing more roller coasters, any roller coasters you've got like on your roller coaster list, you're ready to check off. My, my summer extra, I mean, I've had a kind of a roller coaster heavy summer not finishing on Knott's Berry Farm was great I think in terms of my theme park interest that I was like mm, it's no longer a joke it's now just uh it's real and I enjoy it uh is mm-hmm. I've never been to a horror nights thing so I am gonna go to horror nights this year and see and probably okay. just get pummeled by teenagers that's what I hear happens there it's just like it's a horny teenage situation yeah. but I do feel like actually something that I just was like I want to I want to I'm very interested in like local haunted house culture okay because the ethics of running a haunted house are so fraught and complicated I just want to go to a bunch of like I want to go to horror nights but that's like haunted housing on the highest level I also want to go to like mm-hmm. stinky towns haunted house and see what's going on over there <laughs> right. so so maybe it you know there at that town though it's <laughs> it's oh, shit there man like <laughs> so so yeah maybe maybe that is uh what's next for me just for fun is haunted house culture because i'm also very easily scared <laughs> i don't like going really so, yeah okay yeah, interesting yeah. interesting so is this like an immersion therapy kind of thing you're just like that's a lot of my work yeah <laughs> it's just yeah, okay. <laughs> punishment in hopes that it will be interesting to to listen to yeah do you know Corey spencer uh no i don't think so she's a she's a comedian she was la based she was in she was in new york she ran cinder block festival in new york oh cool and um and then she was in la for a while she's up in washington somewhere right now nice but she used to work in a lot of haunted houses so really oh yeah i mean i guess she was like wow 
No, sorry. I, that, go continue. No, so she she's like, if you're if you're interested in going on this journey, if you knew Corey, it'd be good. You could probably reach out. You probably have a bunch of mutual friends. I'm un, 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 undoubtedly you have a bunch of mutual friends, but she's a comedian too. Yeah, her name sounds. I I know I've heard her name before, but we've never uh, never met. I that's so I I I love finding out people's jobs like that. I found out recently someone I've known for ten years used to work at a Chuck E. Cheese as Chucky, and I was like, how has this not come up in the decade we've known each other? Absolutely shocking but thrilling and we're about to actually get depending on how you know she feels much closer or our friendship will end immediately because i just will not stop talking Mm -hmm. about it but yeah you're just gonna be like admit to me you're a robot mouse just tell me so what's going on in the suit that's i just like i just need to know what's going on there did it feel more comfortable than your own skin because i imagine that's what it feels like i just feel like it would feel really natural and and yeah i would just feel like kind of coming home in a way but like yeah like you'd feel sexy in a way that no other outfit absolutely liberating yeah 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 yeah, exactly yeah yeah yeah. interesting and weird uh (laughs) i can't wait to follow up on that in a year (laughs) jamie yeah thanks so much for talking to me is there any place you can be found online if you want people to find you? Uh, uh, yeah, same old places. Same Twitter old and Instagram. Places. Haven't haven't kicked the habit on either. Uh, try not to incur. I haven't, you know, in this year I had not incurred any additional social media. So that is a win. Um, yeah, yeah. That's positive. Yeah, I, I really you, am not interested. You, so You yeah. resisted the siren song of TikTok. <laughs> I just that, feel that's... like I'm honestly too crusty for TikTok at this point anyways. Mm-hmm. So I have one of those accounts where I like watching them, but I, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, it would feel it would feel wrong to uh chime chime in right right okay so yeah i i'm on twitter at jamie loftus help and instagram at jamie cray superstar but more importantly buy the book when it comes out please You've buy got the book nine months out. notice yes probably but pre-buy it i hear that that is uh important for a reason that i don't understand but it's right. you can't do that right now but do no. it when you can if you want um, set up a Google News alert for Jamie Loftus. Raw dog. Hot dog trench. Raw and dog. He put on a government list. And yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that. Okay. Yeah. That's an interesting. And then if you um, get a result that is not what you think it is, I don't want, I don't need to know. I don't think you will. Yeah. I think you'll just mostly, I, I don't know when, how, I think maybe it's like six months in advance you can pre-buy. I don't, I still am like learning how that stuff works. So I'll let people know when I, when I know. Check around January first, folks. Yeah, that's that's put a, put an alert in your phone now for yeah. that, um, so you can check. And uh, yeah, Jamie Loftus raw dog. Jamie Loftus is not responsible for Google searches. For anything disgusting when you, you type come in across. Jamie Loftus raw dog. Yeah, there's a lot of Jamie Loftuses out there. Um, yeah. and I can't account for or be held accountable for whatever they're mm. up to. That's yeah. That's the disclaimer we, we're making here. Mm-hmm. So, Jamie, thank you so much for talking to me today. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me back. I'm I'm glad that you're thriving. And yeah, take care. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.